Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOF PHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. We are very blessed people today for a lot of different reasons. I want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, I cannot believe that this Thursday is actually Thanksgiving. I don't know about you, but it just seems like yesterday we were out here popping some fireworks or at home popping some fireworks celebrating the 4th of July, and now it's already Thanksgiving. But I'm looking forward to it. How many of y'all looking forward to Thanksgiving? I'm looking forward to having uh, family and, and friends over at our house for a delicious home-cooked meal. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good home-cooked meal, some turkey and some ham. Mama's Thanksgiving dressing, Hallelujah. Some good old healthy, very healthy pecan pie. <laughs> it sounds like a taste of heaven, doesn't it? And then you get to add football to that as well and watch football all afternoon. I don't know about you, but every year we get together. Uh, the last couple of years I've tried to wear sweatpants around Thanksgiving. And I always say to myself, when we get ready to sit down to have that delicious meal with family and friends, do you know what? This year, I'm going to act like I got some sense. And I'm not going to eat, I'm not going to go overboard with my eating this time. I'm going to do like I need to do. Well, that lasts about five minutes. And then next thing you know, you're just all into it. And before you know it, you know it, you're already doing the gobble wobble, right? <laughs> the gobble wobble. Y'all, do y'all know what the gobble wobble is? The, the gobble wobbles when you've had too much turkey and you're trying to get from the, the kitchen to the, to the living room to the recliner and it's almost like, a, the gobble wobble is almost like a, a, a walk of, of Ric Flair and Otis off the Andy Griffith show. I mean, you kind of like, you know, and, and, you, and you make it to the recliner and there you land and, and next thing you know, you wake up and it's an hour or two later. But uh, I love Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, it seems like that they're trying to rush us through Thanksgiving now and get us on to Christmas, and they got Christmas so commercialized that you lose the true meaning there, and now they try to just skip right over Thanksgiving. But I tell you, Thanksgiving has always been uh, a favorite time for me. I love Thanksgiving. I, I love the fact that we take uh, one uh, day out of the year uh, to make sure that we're thankful. But I want you to know this morning that as God's people, it shouldn't be one day. We should be thankful every day. We should be thankful every day. Amen. God, listen, God's people should be the most thankful people on this earth. We should be walking around thanking Jesus all the time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for all the blessings in our life. Thank you, Jesus, that I'm saved. Is anybody saved this morning on your way to heaven? That's the reason why I say thank you, Jesus, that I'm saved, not because of anything I've done, but because of the work of the cross. Thank you, Jesus, for salvation. I say thank you, Jesus. I was counting up yesterday. Uh, right at 18 years, uh, sober and clean, and I praise God for every day. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus, for my beautiful wife. Thank you, Jesus, for my, my boys. Thank you, Jesus, for my mom and dad. Thank you, Jesus, for my health. You may not feel the best all the time, but you can say thank you, Jesus. And thank you, Jesus, for the greatest staff on the whole earth here in this church. Can I get an amen on that? Thank you, Jesus, for the greatest church family here on this earth. I say amen to that, the greatest church of all. I say thank you, Jesus, for my friends. I say thank you, Jesus, for my mama's Thanksgiving dressing. I said thank you, Jesus, for Vernon Rudolph. Vernon Rudolph, me and him are just like that. He's the founder of Krispy Kreme Donuts. <laughs> I'm thankful today. I'm thankful. There's a lot of reasons you can thank the Lord today. And you know what? Thursday, people will celebrate Thanksgiving on that one day when Christians, that should be our lifestyle every day. But the question is, what, what is Thanksgiving? Is Thanksgiving just that one day that you gather with family and friends around the table and have a meal? Is that really what Thanksgiving is? That's not what it is. The Bible tells us that Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is an act of worship like we've already done. Thanksgiving is an expression of gratitude for who God is and for what God has done in our life every day. It's an expression of praise and it's an expression of worship. And it should be done not only in a public setting like we've already done this morning, but it should also be done in a private setting. That no matter where you're at, whether you're at church amongst your brothers and sisters or whether you're walking around the house by yourself, you can just be walking around saying, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, because he is faithful. You see, Thanksgiving is really all about Thanking God and praising God for his goodness. Is God being good to you? That's all thanksgiving is. It's an expression of uh, our thanks to God and our gratitude to God for his goodness. I love what Psalm 95 says. It says, let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song for the Lord is great, the great king above all gods. And then you go into Psalm 100, talking about praising the Lord and thanking the Lord for his goodness. The psalmist said in Psalm 100, he said, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. He says, give thanks. Say, give thanks. Give thanks to who? Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good. Look to your neighbor and say, the Lord is good. The Lord is he says, you praise him for the Lord is good. His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Let's pray. Father, I thank you. Thank you for the calling. Thank you for the opportunity to preach your word. God, I thank you for this church family, and I thank you for your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, anoint us now. Just take full control of each and every one of us and lead us and guide us and may your will be done. And God, we declare it right now in Jesus' name, amen. We give thanks every day, all the time, because the Lord is good. We give thanks because we realize that every good and perfect gift comes from above. It comes from God. Every good thing in your life, it comes from the Lord. And we listen to me, friend. It comes from the Lord, and it's a blessing to us because we don't deserve anything. We don't deserve anything, but God, in his goodness that the psalmist said, he will bless us 
uh, with his grace. Aren't you thankful for his amazing grace? It's a grace that will come in and save you. It's a keeping grace that will keep you in life. Aren't you grateful today that he blesses you with grace and mercy and love that endures forever? Sometimes we get uh, complacent and, and we just take those things for granted, but we should wake up every day and say, thank you for your grace, thank you for your mercy, and thank you for your love, God. So, Lord, help us today to give thanks because every good thing comes from God. We give thanks to God because his goodness sustained us through the night and gave us life today. You know, when you laid your head down last night onto that pillow, the Bible says that the Lord sustained you through the night. He sustained you through the night, and he has you here today. We give thanks to God because in his goodness, he provides food for our table. We give thanks to God because out of his goodness, he puts clothes on our back to wear. Thank God for that. We give God thanks today that he gives us the, the physical ability, the mental ability, the emotional ability to be able to come into his house today and worship and praise him. We give thanks for that because a lot of people can't do it. We give thanks. We give thanks today most of all for salvation that comes through Jesus Christ. That should be the, the, the greatest reason why you praise the Lord, that we thank him for the cross we thank him for his precious blood that was poured out on the cross and we thank him for his resurrecting power and we thank him that one day he's coming back. Hallelujah. We thank him. We thank him today. I was just, man, it's so, you just sit still for a little while and just open your mouth and start praising him and thanking him, man, and just all kinds of things begin to come up. You thank him for forgiveness of sin. You thank him for a new life. You thank him that you have a home in heaven waiting for you. We have so much to be thankful for today. Can you say thank you, Jesus? Thank you, Jesus. I know most people on Thursday, they're going to gather around. And like I said earlier, it's going to be a, really a one-day event for them. But I want to remind you this morning, just for the next few minutes, I want to highlight some things. That Thanksgiving, for every believer, follower of Christ, we Thanksgiving should be a lifestyle for us. Every day, all day long, we should be thanking Jesus. And one of the greatest examples for us to follow out of the scriptures is a man who was just so grateful in his life, and his name was the Apostle Paul. Paul was a grateful man. He was a grateful man. He lived a lifestyle of gratitude. It just wasn't a one-day thing with Paul. Paul was grateful every day, all the time. He was a grateful man. And not only was he a grateful man, but he encouraged other Christians to be grateful too. And I just pray and hope that today that you're encouraged uh, to be grateful because there's power in thanksgiving. There is power in thanksgiving, friend. And Paul knew that it was power in thanksgiving. So I just want to share with you how thanksgiving has power in our life. Thanksgiving has the power to change our perspective. Thanksgiving has the power to change our perspective in life. You look at the life of the apostle Paul who lived a lifestyle of thanksgiving. Here's what Paul said. Listen to this. He said in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. He says give thanks in all circumstances. 
In other words, he's saying to us today, I want you to give thanks to God in the good and in the bad and in the ugly. You can still give God thanks. Amen. Now, when you look at Paul's life, let's just kind of review a little bit. I mean, we could see, I can, you know, I can see how Paul, he, I can see how he can give thanks to God in the good. I can see that. I can see why this man can say, give thanks to God in all circumstances when everything's good. Paul met Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus and his life was changed. I would say, thank you, Jesus. Paul, not only was his life changed, but he was called by God to preach the gospel. Thank you, Jesus. Paul was uh, placed on the mission field and he won many souls to Christ. And I say, thank you, Jesus. Paul went on to plant many, many churches uh, all across the area there to, uh, to grow the kingdom of God. And for that reason, we can say, thank you, Jesus. A lot of good things were going on in Paul's life that he could say, thank you, Jesus. He had a loving church family that cared about him to help meet his needs when he was going through some of the darkest times of his life. You can say, thank you, Jesus, uh, Paul could, because of all those good things going on in his life. Man, it's easy to praise God when everything's going good, amen? It's easy to give God thanks when everything is going great. But how in the world, here's, here's where I'm at right now, and maybe some of you can kind of connect with me, but how in the world could Paul ever give thanks when things were bad and when things were ugly? How in the world could this man give thanks when he was going through his sufferings? How in the world could this man give thanks when people that were close to him, friends that were gathered around to him, when they turned their back on him and when they abandoned him and left him? How in the world could he say thank you, Jesus, to that? How in the world could Paul give thanks when people would beat him and strip him of his clothes and then stone him and leave him for dead? How could, people, how could Paul give thanks when, when, when he was, uh, people tried to murder him how in the world could this man give thanks when he had nowhere to uh, lay his head down to sleep and he would be cold because he had no clothes and he would be hungry because he had no food? How in the world could this man give thanks when he's wrapped up in shackles and he's put in prison? How in the world could this man be thankful when he's shipwrecked in the storms of life? How in the world can you be thankful in the bad and in the ugly? Paul could be thankful Paul, listen to me, this is where it is. Paul could be thankful in the good and the bad and the ugly because he had the right perspective. He had the right perspective. You see, here's the key to Paul's life. No matter what he was going through, he always had his focus on Jesus. He always had his eyes on Jesus. You can read in the scriptures, he's going through this and going through that, and he always refers back to Christ. You see, the key to it all, friend, is the right perspective. And the right perspective, perspective is that you focus on Jesus when you're going through the good, the bad, and the ugly. The right perspective is, is that you focus on Jesus and you keep Jesus at the center of everything that you're going through. Listen, I know some of you are going through some things this morning, like Paul you're going through some bad and you're going through some ugly and my encouragement would be to you is to keep your focus on Jesus and to put him at the center of everything that you're going through right now so he can be there to give you the right perspective. And when you do that, you'll be able to have the testimony of Paul and you'll be able to declare 
and give thanks to God in all circumstances. He says, give thanks in all circumstances. He didn't say give thanks for the circumstance. He said give thanks in the circumstance. I mean, I'm not going to give thanks this morning because I'm sick. I'm not going to give thanks this morning because I'm broken. I'm not going to give thanks this morning because my world seems to be coming apart. But I am giving thanks to uh, all my, in my circumstances because Jesus is with me. I don't like what I'm going through. I don't really care for it. But I know one thing, my focus is on Jesus and I know he's right there in the middle of it with me. And for that reason, I give thanks in all circumstances. I'm not thanking him for my problems. I'm thanking God that his presence is with me while I go through my problems. Aren't you grateful for that today? There's always a reason, friend. I don't care what you're going through. There's always a reason to thank God no matter what our circumstances are. And when we go through the good and we go through the bad, thanksgiving is the key to changing our perspective. We need to focus our eyes and focus our heart on Jesus and make sure he's at the center. Listen, when you start thanking God when you're going through the good and the bad and the ugly, it reminds you of something. When you start thanking God, it reminds you who God is and what God is able to do. When you begin thanking God, it reminds you that no matter what you're going through, that God is in control. He is sovereign Lord. He's over everything. Nothing's caught him by surprise. I'm going to thank you for that, God. When you begin thanking God, you'll be reminded that the Lord is going to work all things out for the good because he's a good God. When you begin to thank God with thanksgiving, it reminds you that God is always with us. Yes, I'm going through some challenges. Yes, I'm going through some battles. But the good news is I thank you, God, that you're right there with me and your word says that you will never leave me. And never forsake me. Thanksgiving reminds us that God is for us and not against us. Thanksgiving reminds us that God is an on-time God. Aren't you grateful for that? He might not be on your time and my time, but he's an on-time God. And when Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving will open our hearts to get closer to God. You want to get closer to God? Start thanking God. This past Wednesday night, we had our Night of Hope service, and man, we had powerful testimonies from uh, Justin and Hannah Lewis, Tony Moore, and Ken Sutton. And you're talking about being reminded of having a thankful heart as you go through the good and the bad and the ugly. We heard it Wednesday night in that service. I'm talking to you about how Thanksgiving changes your perspective. Now, listen to me. Those were all powerful testimonies. But when Brother Ken Sutton came up on stage and shared his faith and his fight and his battle against cancer, man, it really just spoke to me in so many ways. Ken talked about some things that reminds us today that Thanksgiving can change our perspective in life. He talked about the battle he faced and how difficult it became for him through the cancer, especially those treatments that he was receiving. He talked about the side effects of those cancer treatments and how it began to break down his body and made him weary and he didn't feel like going at times. And, and Ken had some major problems, but in the middle of the bad, in the middle of the ugly, Ken said something. Now he said, I started thanking God. A man that can barely even move, can barely even walk, can barely keep going, but he says, you know what? I'm gonna start thanking God. 
My body's breaking down. My body's becoming weary. And he said this, I thank you, Jesus, that I can still see. I thank you, Jesus, I can still hear. I thank you, Jesus, that I still have my feet and I can walk. I thank you, Jesus, I still got my hands. I thank you, Jesus, I can still talk. I thank you, Jesus, I can still sing in the choir. He'd come in church and you never heard him complain. He was always thanking God. I say, thank you, Jesus. And I was reminded, Ken, of how powerful that that story that you shared, how thanksgiving, it changed your outlook. It changed your perspective. You know why? Because his eyes were focused on Jesus. His heart was focused on Jesus. He had Jesus at the center of everything, and now he had the right perspective, and he had that power that continued to help him to go forward, and that's why he could give thanks to God in all circumstances. That's why Paul could give thanks in all circumstances. Ken was grateful in the bad and in the ugly. And guess what? He testified to this Wednesday night. He says, right in the middle of the bad and right in the middle of the ugly of all the cancer and what it did in my life, he says, you know what? Above all, it drawed me closer to God. During that time of Thanksgiving, uh, Ken was, uh, that time of cancer, he was grateful and it drew him closer to God. And I want to tell you this morning, friend, there's a danger There's a danger, the Bible says, for those that are not grateful in their life. For the ungrateful, Ken was grateful and it drawed him closer to God, but there is a danger, the Bible says. Paul said this. Paul said in Romans 121, you can write it down. He says, although, talking about men, he says, although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. I'm here to tell you this morning, church, if we go through life ungrateful, that's going to cause us to lose the right perspective and it's going to draw our hearts away from God. That's what Paul said. When you go through life ungrateful, it's going to pull you further away from God and you're going to lose the right perspective when you're going through what you're going through. Ungrateful people seem to be the ones that always focus on problems. And some people in the world just seem like they have a natural gift to focus on the problem. Do you know anyone who's always focused on the problem? Don't look at them right now. (laughs) Instead of always being grateful, they're always grumbling. Instead of always praising, it seems like they're always pouting about something. Let me just say this. You're either grateful or you're either a grumbler. Which one are you this morning? You're either a grateful or you're either a grumbler. Which are you this morning? God, help us today to be grateful people, to have the right perspective so we can give thanks in all circumstances. No matter what problem's in front of us, we can still be grateful. We can have the right perspective in life. Yeah, my family has its problems. Yeah, it's crazy around there. Come over there on Cameron Street and check it out sometime. But you know what? I can always say, thank you, Jesus, that I still got a family. Yeah, my boss is hounding me and things are going crazy at work and it's just problem after problem. But you know what? Thank you, Jesus, I still got a job. My body has been aching and I feel sick and it seems like I don't know if I'm going to keep going. But thank you, Jesus, I'm still alive and I'm still walking and I'm still here. 
You see, friend, there's always a reason to thank God. You can get focused on the problem or you can get focused on the problem solver. You got to have the right perspective, and that happens through thanksgiving. Some of you should start trying that. Just start thanking the Lord instead of complaining and grumbling. Just start thanking God and saying, thank you, Jesus. And not only does thanksgiving give us the power to have the right perspective, but Paul says thanksgiving helps us have peace. How many of you could use some peace this morning? Did you know that right now, going forward through the rest of the year, that depression will be at an all-time high for people? Do you know that this time of year, suicides go up? Uh, you know, there's a lot of reasons to factor into that, but right now, going forward, people are going to turn more toward a bottle and toward drugs to try to uh, cure what ails them for whatever reason. This time of year, stress and anxiety and worry at our all-time high. And people all around, there's people in here and people especially in our community today that are in some very dark places because of stress and because of worry. And they've lost their peace. They've lost their peace. And Paul tells us that thanksgiving helps us have peace no matter what we're facing in life. Listen, you start thanking God and you'll begin to experience the peace of God in your life. He told us in Philippians 4, 6 through 7, Paul said this, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with what? With thanksgiving. Present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and guard your minds in Christ Jesus. Friend, I'm just telling you this morning, there is power in thanksgiving. If you're walking around and you're in a dark place this morning and your stress and anxiety at an all-time high and you just don't know how things are going to work out, I want to tell you, if you'll just begin to pray and couple that prayer with some thanksgiving, the Bible promises there'll be a peace that will guard your heart and guard your mind. Hallelujah. Thank God for that peace today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for that peace. You can overcome that anxiety and you can overcome that worry by thanksgiving. I can tell you that's my testimony. Even this past week, we, I mean, it was just seemed like one thing after the other going on in people's lives and tragic things going on and, and the devil will try to rattle you, but friend, you gotta get somewhere and you gotta get still and you just gotta start thanking the Lord and praying to the Lord and giving him praise and so that peace can come into your life and he'll bring it too, friend. He'll bring it. He'll bring peace. And I pray this morning that whoever you are, if you showed up and you're in a dark place and you're all stressed out and you're all worried, that you would just take time to thank God for all that he's done so that peace can come into your life and that he can fill you. Thanksgiving also gives us power over the enemy. I want to finish here and then we're going to have some time of thanking the Lord. Thanksgiving gives us power over the enemy. Let me tell you why. The devil will do everything he can to keep you from being grateful and to keep you from being thankful because he knows that there's power in thanksgiving. He'll come at you with everything he can to keep you from opening your mouth and praising the Lord. And sometimes, friend, it's got to be just a, a sacrifice of praise to him. You'll be going through some of the worst battles in your life with the enemy. He'll be coming at you, friend, left and right, bringing everything he's got, and still you've got to come out of there with an offering of thanksgiving. Somehow, some way, you better open your lips and start praising the Lord. I mean, the Bible says everything that have breath 
Praise the Lord. Because Thanksgiving is a major weapon. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is a major weapon in our spiritual warfare. Thanksgiving has the power to defeat the enemy and bring victory in our life. Thanksgiving will gives us the power to have joy even when the devil tries to steal it from us. Thanksgiving, listen to this, Thanksgiving will open a door for a breakthrough in your life. How many of you could use a breakthrough today in your life? Maybe you got a family member, somebody, they need a, a breakthrough in their life. Paul reminds us that Thanksgiving has power over the enemy. Do you remember the story in Acts chapter 16? Verse 16, somewhere around there, you can, you can write that verse down and go back and read it later. It's a powerful story. It's Paul. Paul and Silas are working together in the ministry and they're arrested and they're placed in prison. They're placed in prison and you know what they did? They were there in prison and they just started grumbling and complaining and just looking at the problem. No, they didn't do that. They, they didn't complain. They didn't grumble. The Bible says that at midnight, the darkest time there is in earth, they're in the center in the dungeon of a prison, shackled down, and it's at midnight, and you know what the Bible says they did? They started singing songs of hymns and praise and giving God thanks. Wait a minute. Right in the middle of the bad and the ugly, and there they are at midnight, and they begin to sing songs of praise and thanksgiving to God, and guess what happens? While they're thanking God, the doors of the prison open. While they're thanking God, the chains fall off of everybody. While they're thanking God, a soul is saved. Man, there's power in thanksgiving. Maybe you're here this morning and you need a door to open in your life. Maybe you're here and you need some chains to come off your life. Maybe you're here and you know somebody needs to be saved. It could be that you need to start thanking God. Just thank him. So you can experience the supernatural power of God in your life. Pastor Kevin, if you'll come, sir. We need, listen to me, church, we need to activate the power of thanksgiving in our lives so we can have power over the enemy. How many of y'all have had the enemy come at you before? But friend, greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And if you'll just begin opening your mouth and begin thanking the Lord, listen, I thank God for my wife because she has to remind me sometimes, start thanking God. <laughs> just start thanking God and you have to just start thanking God you got to thank him in the good you got to thank him in the bad and you got to thank him in the ugly and I thank him because he's always with me I thank him that he's all powerful and when I thank him it gives me the right perspective to keep going some people at times feel like giving up and quitting but friend, if you'll put Jesus at the center of everything that you're going through and keep your eyes and your hearts focused on him, he'll give you the power to keep going. He'll give you the right perspective in life. And not only will he give you the right perspective, but he'll give you a peace that you cannot even explain. It's a peace that transcends all understanding. I can't explain to you why I can take my phone in my house and turn it on and lately, it's got worse some real old, some old stuff. I don't want to offend nobody, but some old hymns, old things. I mean, just whatever. It don't matter to me. If I can praise the Lord, I just want to praise him. 
whether, whether it's something contemporary or old hymn, but lately it's been some, some older stuff, and you can just get that music going, and you can just get into a place, and you can start worshiping the Lord, and, and you can already have had three or four phone calls. You, you got somebody that's, that's needing rehab. You got somebody that just suddenly died. You, you, got, you got all this stuff going on in your life, and you can start to crank that up and get to a place and begin to pray, and there's a peace that will start to come to guard your heart and guard your mind. I wish I could say how it happens. I don't know how it happens. The Bible says it's a peace that surpasses all understanding. Nobody can explain it because it's supernatural peace. Aren't you grateful for that supernatural peace? Amen. And sometimes you just got to praise your way to get to it. And thank God for that power that's available to us through thanksgiving to overcome the enemy. This is how the Lord began to speak to me as we close this service down. There's people here today going into Thanksgiving and you're just like me. Maybe you need a door to open. Maybe, maybe you need a breakthrough. Maybe you know somebody in your family right now or maybe you're here and you need some change to come off of your life. Maybe you need to be saved. All I can tell you, friend, is there's power in Thanksgiving. And if Paul and Silas could begin to thank God in the middle of the bad and the ugly and doors would open and chains would come off and lives were changed, that tells me today, friend, that, that same power is available to us through thanksgiving. Would you stand with me, please? I want to ask everyone here right now, if you just bow your head and close your eyes, please. Be very reverent during this time, if you don't mind. We're getting ready to spend just a few minutes thanking the Lord. But before we do, I want to ask you, just be honest before the Lord right now. You showed up today, and friend, maybe depression and anxiety or stress is at an all-time high for you right now, and you need a breakthrough. Maybe you're here today, and you just need God to open a certain door for you. Or maybe you need some chains to fall off of your life so you can have freedom in Christ like you never had. Maybe you need peace. Maybe you need victory over the enemy today. If, if any of that applies to you right now, would you just lift your hand and say, that's me. Nobody looking around, just lift your hand. Come on. God bless you. 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 God sees those hands. I believe that victory is going to come and that help's going to come today through thanksgiving. Pastor Kevin, can you begin to just lead us in a song now? And I want all of us to begin just to thank God right here.